I'm super happy. Are you happy? Welcome to the BU Find Happy Podcast. Here you'll find tips and tricks to inspire you on your way to happiness, to live a courageous life of authenticity, and learn how to speak your truth with grace. I'm Michaela Johnson, and welcome to our podcast. Hey there, welcome back to the BU Find Happy podcast. Michaela Renee Johnson, your host. Listen, guys, it was it's long overdue for a solo cast. And um, you know, some of you have been listening to this podcast for a long time and are probably thinking, what's with the switching gears? What's what's with all the questions? What's with the but why series? And I really want to get into that a little bit. And first I want to tell you a little backstory for where I'm coming from just today. And that is that there are four uh, massive wildland fires ravaging our state. Uh, Two of them are incredibly close to me, uh, within 50 miles. And um, those are just the major wildland fires. Uh, One of them was just a few miles from my home last night. They had incredible air support. It felt a lot like an apocalypse. We, of course... Uh, packed some of the important things in the car, just staging in the event that the wind shifted or something like that and we needed to get out. Uh, This is not the first time that we've packed the car because of wildland fires. They have been getting worse and worse, as many of you know, watching the news. Um, But where I'm coming from today is really something that started kind of unfolding for me around the end of March, early April timeframe, and then really exploded um, emotionally for me around the end of May, and then (laughs) got a lot more intense come July. And what's interesting is in full transparency, as I kind of started to question some things that were happening in the nation and worldwide, um, and I started to seek answers, alternative answers, I started to really realize ah, the weight of everything that's that's going on. And part of that for me was just being a psychotherapist and knowing how these things would impact humanity uh, from a psychological standpoint. Um, and I started to really feel kind of overwhelmed and even at times incredibly depressed about uh, the future and kind of where things were going. And if you follow me on Instagram, then you know that I have turned a corner and uh, had a full waking and the waking came with very heavy feelings of concern and and almost fear and and all sorts of just different emotions, whatever we want to label them. But I finally have come through it and I am at peace and with what's happening and feel an incredible urge to uh, show up in my life in ways that um, I believe are going to be helpful to humanity and to the future of society and myself. 
So uh, now more than ever, I'm feeling actually really excited about things that are going on. And um, it's it feels really neat to be a part of such an interesting time in our world. So the but, the but Why series actually stemmed from some of these things that I was calling to question. And um, so, so here's something that I want to start out by saying. In every outlandish statement, there is an air of truth. So don't write someone off as crazy. Instead, ask but why to get to the heart of it. I'm going to say this one more time <laughs> because you may be listening to what I'm saying and think that is crazy. That question is stupid. <laughs> and I'm going to say it again. In every outlandish statement, in every outlandish statement, there is an air of truth. Don't write someone off as crazy. Instead, ask about why to get to the heart of it. Okay. So this episode, this solo cast is going to be utterly unfulfilling for many of you. And for many of you, it's going to be the opposite. It's going to be incredibly fulfilling because I'm not going to give you advice in this episode. I'm not going to have a celebrity guest on, an expert in some field that's going to enlighten and inspire you. Instead, I'm just going to literally rattle off a bunch of questions. And I'm asking... It's my ask today of you that you take these questions and do a little research. Do an alternative research. Don't go to CNN, NBC, ABC, Fox. Don't go to the six mega, mega conglomerates that run our mainstream media. Go to your grandma and your grandpa. <laughs> Go to your friends. Go to that weird programmer friend you have that was always trying to put your phone on like uber security mode. Go to uh, alternative search engines like ecosia.org and DuckDuckGo. Um, Go seek out information from places that you don't traditionally seek out information and be open to what you hear. I have to believe that a lot of you listening to this podcast are intuitives in some way, right? You're, you're the type of people who uh, don't accept just the kind of blase, blase answer. I read a Forbes article recently that said, doing your own research is dangerous. This is a Forbes article, guys, right? And it says, because basically you're an idiot. That's <laughs> like the summary of it. Um, it's dangerous for you to fact check on your own and, and do scientific research of your own. Why? Why would that be dangerous unless there's information that's alternative that doesn't benefit them that they don't want you to read? You guys are going to hear me use the term they and them a lot. And if you end up going down the but why research hole, you will start to understand what I mean by they and them. It's funny. I just had this like realization about this whole like pronoun thing, right? Like she, her, <laughs> him, him, what was, him, he. Okay, them, they, <laughs> them, they does not mean like 
the gender pronoun. Them, they means something much bigger. So I'll let, I'll leave it to that. Also, uh, if you are an intuitive kind of person, I would encourage you that now more than ever, at least this is true statement for me as a light worker, I am getting messages from all over the place. I am talking birds. I'm talking sunflowers. <laughs> I'm talking rocks that are shaped certain ways. I'm talking uh, numbers, digits all over. And it's actually kind of a trip. I'll be completely honest, and this might sound a little woo-woo to you, but um, when I'm doing something that the universe seems to like, I see a bunch of 111s, 333s, 444, whatever. When I see something the universe, when I seem to be doing something the universe doesn't seem to like, then I'm getting like the 324 or the 334 or the 332. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, okay. So that's how we're going to play it. All right. (laughs) I get it. Um, Okay. So... So yeah, total apocalypse feeling, it ha- it's been feeling that way for a while, right? Like I was on a, a Skype uh, the other day with the Insight Timer people. If you don't know, I'm a guided meditation teacher on Insight Timer. I've got some great guided meditations over there. <laughs> and they we were talking just about like, because I was sitting outside, it's like 80 some odd degrees. This was the other day and it started raining so odd. Um, and it just came for like a little bit and went away, but we'll get into that too. Um, but anyway, they said that the great tarantula migration was about to start up there in Washington. And I'm like, okay, murder hornets, tarantula migrations. Like, I know these are natural things, but it definitely feels like we're in some level of the hunger games. Um, okay. So here's my questions for you. Just to start, how can we call this normal? Quarantining healthy people? Is it normal never seeing a stranger's expression? Especially when we consider that 70% of our body language is nonverbal, especially for kids. They can, they learn a lot about their world by reading faces, by body language. How can normal be treating people in the store like they have the plague? And who is advocating for the silent voices of our kids? Why all the doublespeak and rhetoric? Sex with minors versus raping young children in our news articles? Why are people who lived organically, we could say hippies even because I'm one, a boho mom, all of a sudden on board with vaccination. Why are so many being censored if there isn't a leading narrative? Why censor something that's supposedly conspiracy? Why silence people like Del Bigtree of the High Wire Talk podcast? Why silence JP from Awaken with JP? How is the perpetuation of violence as a catalyst for change going to make fundamental change? Why do a handful of celebrities, musicians, actors get elevated to influence so many, if not almost worshipped by our youth? 
how do just a few influence so many? Remember old Hollywood in the 40s and 50s? What is it now? Why does the weather seem so violent these days? I watched a show on Netflix called Connected and their episode on clouds, both the quote cloud where we store our data and real clouds, where they show how they fix broken clouds by seeding them, by making them rain. So we assume everyone has our best interest in mind, but what if they don't? What could they do with the clouds? Like, think about that, right? We know they're not hiding it. We know that they're seeding the clouds, that they're changing the weather. And so if you weren't the best-minded person, you didn't have the greater good in mind, but some air of, like, evil... What could you do? What could you create? The fear, the storms, the wildfires. I know this seems like really far-fetched, but just think about that for a minute. Why is the division being created and perpetuated? Why are they not talking about how many people recover from COVID and sharing their stories on the news? Why did they silence the frontline doctors who stood out in front of the White House and shared, and I guess it wasn't the White House, and shared about hydroxychloroquine, shared their stories of healing people? Why did they silence those doctors? Why aren't they sharing the powerful benefits of sleep, eating well, prayer, meditation, yoga, vitamin C? And what sort of people would want to use these scare tactics? Going back to Hollywood, why is Ellen being canceled? Why is O Magazine being shut down? Why are no new movies being made? Okay, so we could say due to COVID, right? That's convenient, isn't it? It's convenient that movie theaters are shut down at a time when they can't make new movies and at a time when all of these celebrities are stuck at home. Or is this the fall of something much bigger? Or is that no longer needed because of what's happening? I'm just posing these questions. The other thing is... (laughs) We've all gone to the movies, right? And we've seen Jurassic Park. We've seen Inception and The Matrix and The Da Vinci Code and Star Wars. How real did that feel? Right? So, if the same companies that own the movie houses, right? That own Paramount, etc., etc., own the mainstream media, how much of what you see on the media is real? Oh, well, there's a moral code, you may say. Is there, though? Is there really a moral code? We've been watching some older-fashioned movies lately, and a lot of them are, you know, created to show you how things were back in the day. And it is mind-blowing to me how far 
we've come, how quickly, right, with technology and with a handful of people that have been making all of the money in the world. Think about that. I sound like Trump. Think about that. (laughs) I've been sent some incredible videos lately on things that uh, the mainstream media had shared about Trump. Amazing things that he had done before his presidency, like incredible things from the 80s. Um, Things that he said about the United States, things that he had done for people without even highlighting or showcasing it. Um, And then things that were pointed out by the media back then, even with Oprah, things like that. But yet now, there's this big hate smear campaign. People don't even know why they hate him so much, but they hate him so much. Why? Where did they get that information? Where did they learn to hate him? These are some of the things that I've been thinking about lately. And I've been doing my alternative research. And the things that I have been finding out are incredible. One of the things that I don't know if you know is that there are massive underground tunnels. Even in the town where I live, that is how they used to kind of like move uh, things around like gold and different stuff like that. And there's been lots of rumors of the history of the dark things that happened in these tunnels in the way of murders and stuff like that. And we even have a lake. It's not really a lake. It's like a it's like a pond that is this very odd color. And people say that it's because of all of the bodies that were dumped there during the gold mining days. But in every, in every outlandish statement, there is an air of truth, right? We know this, this is, this is for sure. So these tunnels guys, okay, right. There was this uh, post that came out and said that the reason of that there were the blackouts in Melbourne is because they were pulling kids out of these tunnels. They were like rescuing people from these tunnels. And I was like, what? And then I went and started to research and there's all this old BBC stuff and not just BBC, but various other different news sources that had, you know, just done history stuff on, on these tunnels in Australia. And so how are those tunnels being used? Could, is it plausible that they are being used for human trafficking, modern slave trade. Think about that for a minute. When you start to ask questions like, why is it okay to protest by the thousands, but not okay to go to church? I'm not a church person, person guys. I don't go to church. But my human mind can ask that question <laughs> without having a strong opinion either way and just see the hypocrisy in that. Why? Why can't people go to church? Why can't people praise in church? Why can't people go outside to church? But they can go outside and protest by the thousands. These are just some of the things that I've been thinking about lately. I have been asking why to literally everything that I've been seeing. And the thought that there is a narrative that's being fed to us is terrifying. And here's why. One, backstory, I went to school, my undergrad, journalism, 
went to San Jose State on a scholarship for journalism. Had my first article published in the Sacramento Bee at the age of 14. Okay. Uh, worked for Knight Ritter. Worked for CBS Viacom. And it's terrifying to think that these companies, these handful of people, I'm talking Rockefellers, Rothschilds, Bezos, Soros, Zuckerberg, they control so much of our daily lives. And if you think about it, it kind of reminds me of like, I don't know if you've ever seen sardines in a fish tank, like at the Monterey Bay Aquarium or even videos on Nat Geo or whatever. But when a big predator comes into the ball, they all shift, they all move. And so think about that for a second, that if these, you know, if this, if these big organizations that are like the 1%, these people, these humans that are like the 1% are leading the narrative, right? They're the big fish coming into the ball of sardines and hate to tell you, but we're all the sardines, right? And they just come rushing in and we all kind of move and do what they say and we follow. And then there's always, if you've ever seen this in the aquarium, there's always like one or two random fish that are like, oh, wait, no, I don't think I want to go with you guys. (laughs) Um, They do usually get eaten, but still. Um, the point being that we have been, we have been so conditioned over so many years. If you think about it, I mean, even think about what kiddos come home from school with their like victim mentality kind of stuff and the bullying stuff. Think about that for a second. Just think about the narrative that we have fundamentally been pumping down from the very tippy top all the way to the big ball of sardines for so long. Like we have been fed this, this synced up messaging, right? And, and never before has that been so obvious in the way of censorship. Like we're seeing it now with hashtags being pulled from Twitter and people being pulled and blocked and banned and all of this, that if there's something that goes against the grain, something that doesn't fit, what that collective wants, they're ousted, they're gone, they're fed to the tuna, right? Um, And my analogy is probably not coming full circle here, but the point is, folks, that there is a narrative and it is being controlled by a very select few and my question is why? What greater, bigger purpose is at play here? What do they stand to benefit? That's my question. Ooh. Okay. Okay, so it cut out. <laughs> That's been happening to me a lot lately. Really odd things with my phone. I think it's the types of conversations I've been having. Oh, and that's the other thing is um I watched this video and I'm certain these people are going to be murdered or quote unquote die from suicide where they talked about surveillance and security and how they uh use social media to manipulate. Ah very uh, just like mind-blowing like I know that was probably too deep for some but the the depth of it gets so big when you start going down it but so I was saying I do a lot of things and I've also been a pharmaceutical sales rep and I've seen the yucky 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 of big pharma um I actually had a doctor I've probably shared this on a podcast episode in the past um I showed up with a gift card as my boss told me to do he called a patient out of the lobby and switched them over to my medication Yucky, yucky, yucky. And that's at the physician level. I'm not saying all phys- physicians, there are very, very good, great, amazing doctors. 
I know many of them personally myself, but I'm just saying the industry, right? If we just follow it all the way up, that is how they operate. Um, so super yucky, done lots of things in my life. But what I was trying to say is actually, I totally lost my train of thought now. <laughs> Point being, I've seen the back ends of a lot of these industries and, um, how, they can manipulate and how they can control. And I've been sharing more on my Instagram stories and either, um, either here, here's the one thing that I want to say. I've been sharing more and then I have people reach out to me and I'm not telling them what to believe, right? I'm not saying, I'm not saying this is what it is. I'm saying, here's a question. Here's, here's a link to something you might find interesting and to go research things on your own. And that's what I wanted this podcast episode to be about. Like if you've been feeling lately in your gut, like things just don't feel right. Like ask why start diving down that rabbit hole and, and see what the world has to offer out there. See, um, see some alternative answers to things. And more than ever, guys, if you are in a space and have the ability, start bringing it in, like focus on your family, focus on what you can do. If, if, if the world were to continue in a way like this or in a way that is worse, how can you and your family survive? That's what I really want you to be thinking about. So totally separately, by the time this, this episode airs, it'll probably be like a little bit further down the road, but the BU Find Happy podcast was nominated for a People's Choice Award, um, for the podcast awards. So freaking rad. Um, they have some people that are voting and I know there's a lot of new listeners to this podcast. It's so funny, the timing. Um, but I just have to trust and go with, uh, what I feel in my gut and that is that I need to be doing this now. And I hope that all of you are doing that. I hope that all of you right now are instinctively listening to your gut. There is so much there for you if you are able to kind of silence out a lot of what you're, you know, feeling as overwhelming and, and just tap into that little voice inside. Um, and I can help you do that. And I'm actually going to put this, I'm, this is what I'm going to do. I uploaded an awesome, awesome, awesome meditation, um, to insight timer called you are a warrior. And I am going to put that right here on the end of this podcast for you. A lot of the meditations that I offer on insight timer are more like true guided, peaceful, like we're going on a walk together kind of thing. But this one, I feel like a lot of people need this message right now. So I am going to tack this on to the end of this podcast. And right now, I have to get back to seeing clients. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Please share this podcast, click like, hit subscribe. And if you have answers to any of the questions I've posed today, leave me a message. You can leave a voice message, put some um, comments down, throw some comments down, share with me. Do you like this podcast today? Do you guys like the direction this is going? Share, share, share. I want to know comments, questions, gripes, complaints. Thank you for being here on the VU Find Happy Podcast. Stay tuned after the break for a guided meditation called You Are a Warrior.
I feel the energy around. I feel the sadness in spirit. I see above the covered mouths and eyes that try to smile. You are not alone. In any great time of movement, there is uncomfortability. To be a part of a flowing river, there will be times of turbulence. How do we remain grounded when the ground below us seems to rumble? Take three deep breaths. Breathe in. Breathe out. Two more. Inhale. Exhale. One more. Breathe in your prana. Notice. Notice the power of that breath and the energy as it flows. Hold and notice the strength that you have in doing so. And then let it go. Notice your feet on the ground. Squeeze your toes. Notice how they belong to this body. Now notice Mother Nature holding you. She is there. Supporting all that is you now. In whatever way you show up today. She knows that with each step you take, whether steady or uncertain, that you are capable and you are strong. And the muscles within you may feel stretched, they may feel thin. And the skin around you may feel dry and winded. And your mind may feel exhausted. And your spirit may feel weak. But you are not alone. As was yesterday, as is now, and as will be tomorrow, you are held. And you are a warrior. You are a warrior. You are a warrior.
This has been a BU Find Happy podcast. For more inspiration, check out the links.